So the big question is this, how do investors like us who don't have a PhD in finance earn millions to start investing? How do we grow our bank accounts to build real savings and retirements and yet still have the time to do what we really love? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answer. Awesome. Hey guys, John Wood here with the Stock Market Podcast. Super excited to talk to you about a little bit of a breakthrough I just kind of came up with. I thought it was like the coolest freaking thing ever. Um, and it'll like really change the way that you look at your short, medium term goals, specifically those in like the three, four, five week range you can use to really kind of like skyrocket your output by getting stuff done over and over and over and over and over and over again. This book a while ago and the whole you know, perfect formula, the whole point of it is like having the perfect day every single day by doing exactly what you want to do all the time. It's just such a simple, like basic formula. And you have the day that you want every day. Every day of the week gives you the perfect week. Every week of the month gives you the perfect month. Every month of the year gives you the perfect year. And you have the perfect year every year. You have a perfect life. And all you have to do is have the perfect day. It's really powerful, powerful concept. And I talk so much more about it. It's just freaking super cool stuff. So anyway, um, one of the really, really, really good ways to stay on top of your short-term and your medium-term goals uh, is obviously to have an accountability partner. And it's somebody, and, you know, say you want to, I don't know, write uh a 10 page paper, right? You would give someone, you know, a check, uh, like a pretty sizable check, depending on, you know, your, your, uh, perspective on wealth, but like, you know, give someone like a check for two grand and say, Hey, look, I'm going to write this, uh, this paper by this date, you know, very, very specific, hard deadline, you know, two weeks from now, what's that date. Okay. That's the date that's going to be done by, uh, maybe it's a month. I don't know. It's whatever you want to do. Um, so you write, you get a very, very, very specific deadline. You tell somebody, your accountability partner, you say, look, if I don't have this done, I want you to cash this check. Um, obviously you gotta do it with somebody you trust, but it's a cool little concept and a really, really fun thing to do. Excuse me. That'll hold your feet to the fire, which is super awesome because it gets you doing stuff and going on the right path and, and getting it done. Um, cause if you don't get it done, your accountability partner is going to cash a check and you know, it's going to take a pretty big hit to your bank account if you, um, don't get it done. So. A lot of people, um, maybe they don't have an accountability partner, maybe they don't have someone they trust that much, maybe they just don't want to put their money on the line, um, which is interesting because it's like if you want to get stuff done, the fastest way to do it is to get an accountability partner. Um, and sometimes it might take time to find somebody you trust because um, usually, like I don't like to do it with family members because like they probably won't be a jerk and cash the check if I don't do something. Um, so I definitely like do it with like a friend um, who like will seriously cash that check if you don't do it. Uh, cause that's really going to be the, the one thing that makes you have do it. Cause if you don't take the deadline seriously, then it's not going to have a big impact on you. Um, so anyway, the economy partner is really, really powerful. Uh, but it's a concept not everyone can do. Maybe they don't have the friend they trust, uh, or they don't have, you know, the, the means to put up that cash and say, look, if I, I'm going to have this money in my bank account, it's going to be my accountability fund. Um, a really great way to do that is to kind of think about your emergency fund and maybe take like half of it and say, that's my accountability fund. And then you just put that in like a high yield savings account. Um, and you absolutely crush it uh, by doing that, um, which is a cool strategy. Um, but if you don't want to do that and you want to say, look, I don't want to risk my money because maybe, I don't know, whatever, right? Um, there's this cool other strategy that I just thought of. That is like the, it's the same concept. Um, except instead of losing money when you fail at your goals, you lose face. Now, face is so, so, so important. And this idea of how you look to other people and how you come across in society. Uh, really, really like the fundamental backing of this is the idea that like you care about your outlook on the world. You care about what people think about you. 
Um, and, you know, I'm always talking about like, look, don't care what people think about you. It doesn't matter. But, you know, deep down, most people care about what people think about them or else, you know, why would we buy expensive clothes? Why would we try to show off with jewelry? I mean, like all this crap, like this. Oh, my God, that's so cool. So there's like a ginormous party like over at. Um, I don't know. I don't know where that is, but they're like have a big market and there's like probably 10, like a couple like a 100 families there. Um all just like shopping for pumpkins. Like, why do you think they're shopping for pumpkins? Probably to have fun. Sure, sure, sure. You know, carve it with your kids. But to a certain extent, part of that is is space. This idea that like you want to look good in the neighborhood. You don't want to be the one house that doesn't have a pumpkin, you know? Um, and it's this whole idea of like keeping up with the Joneses. But more importantly, it's building up your social figure. Um, that's a really, really, you know, deep-rooted psychological necessity is this idea that you want to be accepted by society you want to have success and you want to feel connection with people. And so, you know, face is like the representation of that because face is your social standing, your, you know, what people think about you, your persona. All right. And that's super, super important. And people will do a whole lot to save face. Um, and a really, really powerful negotiating strategy right, is to save face, make people look good. People want to look good. Um, and you, me too, you too, right? Everyone wants to look good. Everyone wants to build face. So here's the thing you see, you know, for, for most people, it's like the same hairdresser, you know, every three weeks, four weeks, month, I don't, I don't know, just whatever your schedule is, six weeks, whatever. You go to the same place over and over and over and you have the same hairdresser. And at a certain point, you know, you start building a relationship with them. Um, and so here's this cool strategy is use your hairdresser as your accountability partner. Now, here's the cool thing with this. First of all, you can kind of, you know, try to get on a schedule or whatever but it, you got to have a pretty regular interval of haircuts. So you're going to start to kind of look like, um, oh, God, who has long hair? Um, I don't know who has long hair. I have a friend, his name is Patrick. He's got long hair. He's a pretty cool guy. So I'm talking about Patrick. So you're going to start to look like Patrick with some super, super long dude hair. Um, or if you're a girl, like, I, I don't know, really, man. I haven't had much experience with that, <laughs> with uh, having female hair. But um at least for guys, you know, you got to go to the hair cutter pretty regularly, you know, and it's like, if you're going on a schedule, all of a sudden, that schedule becomes your accountability schedule. You go to the same person every single time. And you say before you leave, like last time, I told my hairdresser, hey, super cool stuff. Uh, we just met. She was like, Oh, you have a book. And I'm like, Yeah, it's pretty freaking fun. I love stocks, man. And so I'm like, I'm working on the website, and the sales funnel right now. And I want to have all the copy done. I go this time. What do you think happens? I have all the copy and all the written copy. And then tomorrow doing the video sales letter. It's going to be freaking awesome. Um, so like I got it done. Not because I gave an accountability partner that idea, but because I gave it to um, the hairdresser. Right. And I really wanted to save face in that relationship and make myself look good. And the way you do that is by accomplishing your goals. So like, you know, these hairdressers, they'll see like probably, you know, dozens, hundreds of people. Right. And so like to them, like they, I don't know how much they really care about me, but to you, you have one hairdresser and that person matters in your life. And so because of the internal significance you attribute to that figure, at least if it's a pretty regular figure, um, or even if you go somewhere, like, I think I'm pretty sure that I go, like I have different people, you know, there's like obviously different people that cut your hair, but like, just think of the environment as an accountability checkpoint. And now all of a sudden you like tell the person like, so today, like I was like telling them what my goals were um, in the next, you know, six weeks. 
for what I want to get done with the book and what I want to get done with the video trainings and all the micro continuity and it's super, super exciting and awesome stuff. And I'm like, this is what I want to do. This is what I'm working on. And now I'm going to get that crap done because if I don't get it done, I'm going to be ridiculed by the whole haircut place, right? Um, and you don't want that, right? You want to save face. You want to look good. And so you'll be pushed harder and harder and harder to get those goals done, to get those achievements accomplished. Um, and it's just a really, really, really powerful way to use public oversight as a way to push you to get your goals done and make it freaking happen. Really powerful concept. You don't try to check to somebody. You don't have to, you know, lay down your hard-earned cash. All you do is verbally or like, because the minute that you say you want to do something and, and write down that you want to do something, like it's 10,000 times more likely to happen. And um, by telling other people, that just further ensues the goal. I remember, you know, it was about like November, early December, um, years, years ago. And well, I guess it was probably like what, like, um, I guess it was last year, right? Yeah. Anyway, I was just finishing up nine to noon, finishing up the manuscripts and writing some of the last chapters of the book. And like, it was freaking tough, man. It's hard to write, it's, it's hard to write a book, especially. Um, but I was like, you know, like 300 pages into it. So I wasn't about to quit. Um, and, you know, what? besides the idea of like all the people that the book, oh, the book was going to help and like how it was going to help people build real savings and retirements and how it's the coolest thing ever and like personal finance and investing are the best, woohoo. You know, besides all that great stuff, the one thing that was really, 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 really helpful in pushing me, because I'm, you know, I was writing like four or five, six hours a day. like, And on the weekends, it's like 15 hours a day. Like I was going hard, dude. Um, Because it's, you know, it's a pretty freaking insane book. I don't know, man. Um, The one thing that really, really, really helped was like, my writing deadline was Christmas Eve. My publishing deadline was July 29th, or, and it got out on the 28th, which is freaking awesome. Um, and like every single time I saw someone at school or a good friend or a close friend, just anybody, you know, cause it, it got around pretty quick that like I was about to publish and like everyone was like, Oh, are, how are you doing on the book? You know, are you done? Are you done? Are you done? Are you done? Oh, you're going to get done on the 29th. How's it going? You're going to get done by Christmas Eve. How's it going? You know, what's going on? And now all of a sudden you have like an entire army of, you know, friends and colleagues that are all of a sudden pushing you to get crap done because you have public accountability. And if I didn't publish on date, you know, well, I mean, first of all, there was like a giant influx of sales, which was sick uh, as soon as I published because like eh, hundreds and hundreds of people were like, whoa, dude, he published. And then they like just snap. It was freaking sick. But like more importantly than that, like if I didn't get it done and I'd stick those goals that I had publicly stated, I look like a total idiot, right? And so that's the same idea behind this haircutter um, or this, you know, this haircut mentality of, of publicly declaring your goals. Because now even if it's just like, you know, someone cutting your hair, like just like seemingly menial and tiny thing, like that creates this uh, this insight in your mind that like you will do this. And as soon as you have that, as soon as you have anybody publicly, like it's not private. Like if I tell my mom, hey, I'm writing a book. Like, dude, my parents didn't give a shit. Like they didn't care. I mean, I don't know. That's kind of harsh. Um to say, but like, I don't know, man, I heard a lot, a lot of crap from a lot of people when I was writing the book, like, oh, you can't write a book. And I don't know, it's just a lot of stuff. But where I got the most motivation wasn't really from like, you know, family, but it was like just public um, people, not even necessarily like close friends, just like people that I knew um, or that had like any kind of close public connection with me. You just, them holding you to the fire. 
um, you know, like they eventually they became my clients, right? Like the people that you're gonna give you money, like the marketplace will hold you to it. And it's a very, very, very powerful concept. So, you know, uh, I see some guys, they're like, post how much money you wanna make this year on Facebook. I'm like, dude, I don't know, that's pretty freaking hardcore. Um, but like, if you got something and you know you want it done by a deadline, public declarations are like literally the best way to, uh, to get that. Because I've blown through deadlines before, especially if they weren't big deadlines um, or if it was something where I just like lost my passion on. And every single deadline I've ever failed with, at least short term, short term deadlines, um, it was because I didn't have public accountability. I had maybe one or two or three people that would know if I didn't hit this deadline. And that didn't put the pressure on it. It didn't make it happen. But every time I had at least 10 people publicly know my deadlines and my goals, it freaking happens like that. Really powerful concept here, guys. Go out there, apply, have an amazing day. Crush it. And I will see you in the next podcast. Thank you so much. Bye. Want more stock market secrets? If so, go get your free copy of my best-selling book, 9 to Noon. You can get your free copy plus $11,176 of unannounced bonuses. It took me years to uncover completely for free at 9toNoonSecrets.com. Inside 9 to Noon, you'll find the top 38 secrets you can use to double your portfolio every two years and make upwards of 10% per trade daily.